I'm afraid that people are going to observe us in public at a bar like, oh. talking about sports and being like, <laughs> like you fucking frogs. Oh, right. I yes. knew it. You're both straight, aren't you? Oh, fuck you. Punch. Punch. Merry Christmas, Pete. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I hate this already. I think it's so great. Also, why does Santa uh, sound like he's both drunk and kind of maybe overcompensating for an argument that he was just in and acting like everything's okay. He definitely, Santa definitely right? has a small dick. Santa has a small, well, got to big everything else. <laughs> right. So, well, I mean, like by logic, his something's dick is going to look small because the rest of him is very big. That's right. But like, what kind of asshole just goes around giving gifts to everybody unless you've got something that you need to make up for? Uh, yeah, but then I would suggest, I would think that if, you're going around giving get, uh, away gifts to make up for something. It would be that you're doing something actively bad to people. Like, I think that if you just feel bad about having a small dick, you'll just be like, "I think he's just really creepy." It's definitely creepy. Yeah, yeah. the guy's life is devoted to <laughs> making giving, children happy, to giving kids the thing that all adults could give. Like, I could right. give a kid a fucking toy. Yeah. I just choose, and he like performs breaking and entering into yes. everybody's house to do it i so. actually do have a little bit of a santa uh heat check i this morning i was driving over here and i saw a person wearing a, a uh a santa claus hat nothing else in their outfit was santa related and it is just a reminder it's december 5th it's a, it's a power move. It's a power move. What I have been within my rights to tell that, to like call that person an asshole or just even pick their brain about why they're doing that. Uh, I think more of the second one. I don't know if it, make, it necessarily makes them an asshole. I think if they wore like a full Santa costume, yeah. then they'd be an asshole. But it makes them a bit of a goofball for sure. Like, oh, yeah. We, we like, both I just want to know what thing. the approach there is. Yeah. Like, what, like, what they're trying to get out of that. I know... Christmas Eve, a couple days before Christmas, if you're working at a grocery store, if you're working retail, it's very common to toss a Santa hat on. Yeah, we're not, we're not in like Christmas season yet. But we're not there. We're 20 <laughs> days away. And so, it's a Monday? You say it was yeah, today? It's, it's, this morning? Yeah, December 5th. Yeah. So, so like when I saw this Monday little girl walking move? to school with oh, her... Oh, a little girl? Yeah, <laughs> I was very, very upset. You did not mention the fact that it was a, it was a small child. That's because I didn't want to blind you. I didn't want you to be biased... Because if I'm like, oh, I saw an adorable little girl, she was wearing a hat, you'd be like, oh, that's a cool thing. But then if I put on a hat, then I'm going to be an asshole. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's a weird move. Way too early. Yeah, it's a little early. Although, uh, you know what sucks about Christmas? What? People talking about things being too early for Christmas. <laughs> that's true. I think, so there are things that it's, there, there are things that are too early sometimes. But, like, if you're watching Christmas movies, you got to start now because... You got to get them in. There's a lot of good Christmas movies, and if you keep putting it off, saying it's too early for Christmas movies, you know what? You're not going to watch like a bunch of them. Yeah, and then you're going to be like, "Fuck, I should have started earlier." What are you, dude? Have we ever discussed Christmas movies that we like? I don't think so. Um, off the top of my head, I can't even think of one. I know there are some that are great. So, like Elf and all that. Yeah, Home Alone is like my, is probably my favorite, but that's not even a Christmas movie. Hmm. I know that this argument has been had. Yeah. But like Home Alone is just as much a Christmas movie as as uh as Die Hard. I was like, just about the, to say we should be the podcast that discusses is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think that's a really interesting conversation that not enough people have. 
Everybody has that conversation. That's my least favorite fucking conversation <laughs> in the world. Um, we should do a, a recurring thing on the show called We Get It. And it, it kind of ties into the, the is just it do it too d- early talk. It could be like the send it back. Yeah. Yeah. Just we get it. Yeah. Um, I don't need to see the Christmas tree pictures. I'm, I'm confident that you're capable of going and getting a tree. Right, right. congrats on putting congrats it, on basic human functions. Right, putting in the oh, you got into the apartment. <laughs> nice. Whoa, sick dude. Oh, <laughs> shit. Watch out. Like, unless you have no arms, do not post your picture of your Christmas tree because nobody's fucking impressed. Right, and then they post pictures of themselves decorating the trees. <laughs> yeah, probably. Congrats on the arms. Right, that's like go. That's like uh, posting a picture of yourself coming back from banana republic being like got clothes and then like three hours later posting pictures like putting on the clothes that's the order in which those that seems like something that you would do though actually i'm going to start doing that (laughs) i think that's a really good idea if banana republic wants to give us a little sponsy um i have a zach efron heat check that's important uh zach efron gave simone biles a penny board so my question to you What's is, what the fuck is a penny board? <laughs> okay, cool. I, I didn't look it up just because I saw the headline. She apparently posted on Snapchat, like, like guess who gave me this? Zac Efron. And everyone's all excited about the penny board. So is it uh, crazy kids in love? My best guess is that it's literally a board with pennies. Like, uh, does she collect pennies or something? Maybe. That's, fu- that's weird. That would be very weird. That's like in... Sesame Street. Their, did you ever see their Christmas special? I don't That's think a so. good one. Um, Bert and Ernie get each other stuff, but they sell their stuff to get each other the thing. So, uh, which one has the rubber ducky? I don't know. Um, Not whichever one has the rubber date. ducky sells his rubber ducky to get some the other one something for his paperclip collection, and the other one sells his paperclip collection to get him a fucking tray for his rubber ducky, uh, which tells us one thing. Those guys are poor as fuck. Right. I was just <laughs> they, going to say, you need to get a fucking job. Like the, only, I think it's, I, I think it's, is Ernie the fat one? Yeah. Bert's the tall, skinny one. Right. Yeah. yeah. So calling, calling Ernie, uh, calling Ernie fat is a little rude. Why? Because it's just because Bert is fucking gaunt as shit. I call my skinny. I I don't think that I'm actually fat. I think that I'm the fat one here. You're skinnier than me. Yeah. So if they say which one's DJ, you say the fat one. (laughs) That's fine. Or you can just say which one's the skinny one. That's true. Yeah. I'm more of a glass half fat kind of guy. Okay. Um, So yeah, those guys are poor as uh, yeah, poor as balls. balls. But um, yeah, a penny board. I think is is it like. It's got to be a decoration, right? I don't know. Uh, you look it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. All right. Oh, dude, is it a skateboard? Is it? It might be a skateboard. Uh, Penny. When I typed in penny board, penny skateboard was the first thing that came up. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's a type of plastic skateboard known within the industry as a short cruiser. Why the fuck did Zac Efron give some files? <laughs> uh, what seems to be a weird skateboard. That oh, yeah. Is... Oh, I've seen these things before. Yeah. Why would. That's kind of creepy, actually. Zac Efron heat check. Uh, a little not... creepy. Yeah. This, this is a bad. This, this is not one of your finer <laughs> it's, heat checks. It's so it's like Zac Efron is like being like Santa Claus. He is giving toys to children. Did, 
Did Simone Biles ask for a penny board? Unless this is like a real, like, even if this is like a real interesting hobby of hers. No, don't. No, Should weird. she be skateboarding? I mean, it, I hate when people say that. It's like when an Olympic athlete, it's like they're doing anything other than the yeah. thing that they've oh, no, that they trained their that. lives I'm, to no, do. I love doing that. I love doing that. <laughs> to be like, hey, you should get back in the gym. No, yeah. <laughs> if if I if I were to see like Allie Raceman like at a concert and she were like with her friends and dancing, I'd be like, should she really be I dancing? I don't mean to blow up her spot right now, but should you be dancing right now? That's the, the only thing you can do is g- gymnastics. Everything else, cause I, because look what happened with Aaron Boone. He went and he played, was he playing basketball? Basketball, yeah. Yeah, and just straight up ruined the Yankees franchise. Just kidding. They ended up getting A-Rod. They were okay. <laughs> Aaron Boone, uh, little, to borrow from part of my take, a little people forget that. Aaron Boone was not good no. when he the had, Yankees got him. Yeah, and he was even worse after they after he hurt his knee or whatever it was. Yeah, like he was trash. Yeah, <laughs> he he was he was garbage, and he didn't want to go to the Yankees. He was crying like a like an actual baby because he went from, trade deadline. Where where did he play before the Cincinnati? Yankees? I thought he played there afterwards, but uh, I think he was Cincinnati. Yeah, you're, and Brett I think was you're right. in uh, Seattle. Seattle. Um, yeah, I have no idea why you would get somebody a penny skateboard. Um, also, it's also not not a penny. They cost like fifty dollars. Ooh, so, Zach. False advertising there. Throwing that money around. <laughs> yeah, right. um, is skateboarding cool now? Oh, skateboarding's always been cool. Don't, don't, <laughs> talk down, don't talk down on skateboarding. Did you skateboard? I did. Did you rollerblade? Um, for a short time. Nice. Did, could you drop in? Uh, I don't know if I've ever actually tried that, but I, I'm not confident in saying that I could drop in. Can I say this? Yeah. Uh, just a little word to the wise, everyone out there, dropping in. Is scary as fuck. Yeah, it really is. You buy from like, any height. <laughs> everyone my age bought skateboards, and we would just go to because this was like the Tony Hawk era, and we would just go to local schools and stuff where we could like grind, and we would do uh, kick flips and stuff. And I, then, I feel confident in saying that you've never done a kick flip in your life. I would do. I would, no, you don't land the kick flip. What you do is you just like spin <laughs> just, like, the, board. the board. Yeah, that's, that's what everybody did. The people who could do kickflips, you're like, dude, Sick, dude. yeah, real. We get it. You can get do it. Life. Yeah, <laughs> get a fucking life. We're just doing this for fashion. Um, but yeah, we would just stand around like flinging the board all over the place, be like, oh, <laughs> almost at it. <laughs> um, the scariest thing about dropping in is the fear that the board is going to fly out from. That under is your the feet, only fear, and you're going to fall backwards and smash your head on the back of the right, yeah, right, yeah. because uh, on half pipes. Just a little skateboarding term from the fellas. Uh, it's it's a ramp, but the edge of it is legitimately a metal pipe. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like the, they, maybe barbed wire is the only thing that could make it more dangerous, but for some reason they put on the corner. If it the was most... literally on fire. Yes. <laughs> um, so you would just do stand around doing ollies and kick flips and stuff. That was another thing. If you couldn't do an ollie, you were pussy. Uh, what you wanted to do was do kickflips wrong instead because it's more impressive to not be able to do the one where the board spins around than the one where the board just goes up in the air for right. a little bit. So um, you would... Uh, actually, you know what? I could do a 180 ollie. That, that, that wasn't a toughie. It's just basically you shift around with the board. Um, right. But everyone would stand around not doing ollies, not doing kickflips, um, 
And then someone would inevitably suggest we should go to a skate park. And that guy was a dick because <laughs> everybody knew that no one could do shit at a skate park. So you would go and like three kids would drop in. And then you'd get up there. It would look way too. It was like when we cliff jumped. <laughs> like, right, yeah, 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 this is a cool idea. I'm down, fellas. Yeah, okay. That's oh, easy enough. Hey, boys. Yeah, all right. And then you get up there. And even though it is like four feet, it's you're not going to fall far. Right. Just the idea of. Just moving and hitting no, your head. Was... But there's there's like two possible outcomes of dropping in when you're bad at skateboarding. It's either you're going to go face first straight into the pavement, yeah. or you're going to fall backwards and smash your head. Both options, not great. Maybe uh, we should take up skateboarding this spring. <laughs> Maybe we could do videos great for content. Just hold, like we could do uh, the holding the skateboard kind of over your shoulder. Like, we should see. We should like start at the beginning of the summer and see who can be better at skateboarding so by the get, end. That's good of the, because we're both at a. I think that we're both probably at a zero right now. <laughs> right. Work our way up. That's not a bad idea. And then uh, if we're late for stuff, be like, "Hey, Pete, Sorry, where were man. you? Skating. Sorry, I was skating. Had a skate sesh. You because they call it skating. Yeah, it's not skateboarding. Right. And I'm shredding. Yeah, my mom would be like, "Hey, how was skateboarding? Like, mom, yeah. you're so corporate. <laughs> we were skating. God, mom, damn. you're such a fucking loser. <laughs> right." <laughs> God, you're such a shell. Learn how to shred the gnar, mom. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then we would just go inside and play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and that was the, right. our only actual connection with skateboarding. Uh, do, doing a skateboarding competition between the two of us would be pretty funny because then we could buy each other skateboards. Yeah. They have like the different decks, man. Ooh, uh, Kathy could uh, design oh, our skateboards. We're shit. doing Merch this. Update. We're doing this. Nice. Uh, we actually had an idea for what to get each other for Christmas. But I think that skateboards would be way cooler, especially in December <laughs> in the snow. Right. Opening up a present and be like, a skateboard, <laughs> yes! <laughs> now I can do like heel flips. What are the other terms, by the way? There's a bunch of them. 180 uh, Ollie. <laughs> you're, naming like, you're naming like two out of a billion tricks right now. Yeah. And you think that you're like, what ones am I missing? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did we say dropping in? <laughs> yes. I w- one time there was a big mound. That's not a trick. That's like a basic function of skateboarding. <laughs> one time there was a big mound in my friend's backyard, and it just kind of looked like a half pipe. So you know when it, it's, it's the same thing that we have with when we send each other tweet ideas. Of, like This is funny to me. I know it's not going to be funny <laughs> to everybody. Do I do it? And I would just stand there looking at this mound for like five minutes, and I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it. Hey, guys, you dare me to drop in? No one had heard drop in in like 10 years. It was hilarious. Laugh what riot. was this? This was over the summer. <laughs> it, was, it was actually the day that we were throwing the, um, the, howler. the Nerf Howler around. Way big throwback day that day. That was a big, big day for everybody. Um, this is coming full circle, but when I was a kid, I had a skateboard, and I like trying to tried to like design the deck myself. Ooh. And so like basically what I would do... Well, you're was, a little artistic, though, so you probably could. Yeah, but this was like before I you were too that, stupid that developed. To be I, tr- I tried. Yeah. So I basically printed out pictures on my computer and I taped them to the bottom of, of a nice. skateboard. Nice. And uh, coming full circle, uh, uh, Brett Boone was one of the pictures that I taped to really? the bottom of my skateboard. I loved Brett, Brett Boone when I was a kid. Yeah. Really weird. I loved uh, Joey Cora. Why That's did ki- kids from around here like Seattle Mariners play for know. some reason? Um, Jay Buford. They had a lot, or Jay Buhner. Buhner, yeah. I was thinking of Carter Buford, who is Dave Matthews' drummer, I want to oh, say. Well, that's what yeah. I mix up. Um, 
what was I going to... The I, only I, thing I can think of when I hear Jay Buhner anymore is the Seinfeld. Yeah, of course. Oh. Um, did you do tech decks? Uh, is that like the little finger skateboards? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big into those when I was a kid. That's... You couldn't get hurt doing... That's tech true. <laughs> they were... They were just as gnarly. A lot easier to pull off tricks. Right. A lot of street cred. Right. Sometimes people would say... Plus, like, I was small enough to be able to ride them. That's true. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. That's that. Uh, did you get skate shoes? Uh, I did have a couple pairs of skate shoes. Uh, I had the cool skate shoes that had the zipper in the tongue, in the little pocket, and you could put your weed there. And that was really practical for us, especially since none of us smoked weed. <laughs> but they were those were clearly the... Like the gnarliest skate shoes, so we had to have them. We paid like sixty five extra dollars for to hold weed that we did not own. So that was pretty rad. Smart business decision. Yeah, I can't wait to be skater guys. We're, and the best part's going to be we're not going to change anything else about the way that we behave. <laughs> so we're going to hit the skate part with like a bottle of wine and, <laughs> and like hitting on dudes. <laughs> like right. You're real handsome. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, actually, a friend who I hadn't seen in a while was like, oh, so I did not know that you have a podcast. And I was like, yeah, you know, not to brag. And he was like, well, my brother and my dad listened to it, uh, but I've got to check it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I was like, how did those guys know about it? And, and you didn't know about it. He's like, I don't know. Like, just my, my brother's a fan, but uh, <laughs> my friend is gay. And he was like, I don't know. I just figured it, it wasn't up, up my alley. Like, I'm, I'm not that big a sports guy. And I was like, are your brother and your dad sports guys? And he was like, yeah. And my friend who was there, who, who was also gay, was like, the podcast is not for those people. <laughs> it's the, tailored the, to you. Right. Like the pod, <laughs> this is, it's two guys who kind of wor- like work in sports that are being more gay than sporty. So that's a nice little compliment. Nice little feather in our cap. Um, should we talk about Moo? Yes, we should talk about Moo. Because we got... Up close and personal. We did. Not with, to brag. Yes. But I touched Moo on Friday. Mm-hmm. We did it. <laughs> I texted uh, our group thread with Jeff after. Said, we did it, Jeff. Pete and I touched a woman. <laughs> and I think that we didn't put context in there. Nope. And I think that he just like responded genuinely like, oh, my God, that's, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Big day for you yeah, guys. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> I think we clarified. We are like, oh, no, no, no. It was... At a concert. Uh, Moo crowd surfed. Yes. Over us. Yes. Directly over us. I've got to say, that was the most lit Moo, sh- Moo show I have seen. Yep. Definitely uh, ranks first among the three times that we've seen Moo in the past six months. And it was kind of the way that we predicted it. We assumed that she was just going to come out and empty out whatever she had left in the tank after all this touring. And she came out during her first song. She had a coughing fit. And we were like... Yeah, so this kind but of she did sound better than I expected. Oh, no, she recovered yeah. hard. And, she yeah, she was still screaming, and yeah. it was it was great. She got up and walked around. She went up to the second floor of the Paradise oh, yeah. and just walked around the crowd. I've never seen anybody do that in my that life. That was really cool. And she was standing next to uh, some of our friends, which was amazing. And I yeah. didn't get a picture because I'm a dick. Uh, I think the only time that we've seen Moo... Without audio problems yeah. was the first time. That's right, because, th- yeah, there were some audio problems uh, late in her set this time. Yeah, and uh, I feel like for some reason, it always works out for her, like, perfectly. It makes her look cooler. Right, because it, it like her audio problems cut out 
or her audio cuts out at like the most opportune times. Right. And then like people finish their song. What for. song did her audio cut out during? Uh, I don't remember, but I do remember that it, the crowd carried it. Yeah, it was like a big uh, sing-along song. So yeah. it was either like lean on or drum or something like that. But man, she just, she kicks so much star, ass man. every time. Yeah. Um, I like that people tweet at us now to say... Like, hey, I, I'm seeing Moo. I'm, I'm going to go to a Moo concert tonight. going to check it out. Uh, I, I Because we get to take credit for... A successful artist who it was successful way before we started talking at, about at her. It's all <laughs> popular because of us. Right. So uh, just to moo a quick little, you're welcome for <laughs> getting you famous because our podcast talked about you back when you only had millions of fans. Um, shit, uh, you didn't listen to the uh, to all the Childish Gambino album. You said I did not. I only listened to like the first three ish songs. But you got a little. You got a little taste. Yep. What do you think? Uh... I like it. It's very different. Yes, it's different. very different. Um, but yeah, it's solid. I couldn't uh, the first couple songs. I couldn't take it seriously because uh, your expectations he, were somewhere completely. He just different. does. He does so many different things that, like when Camp came out, I was like, oh, cool. So the comedian is rapping, <laughs> and uh, as my friend Julian Benbow very eloquently put it, he's. He was saying like that he didn't like Childish Gambino. I was like, oh, you don't you don't like that kind of punchline rap type style? He was like, no, he's just writing jokes and then making them rhyme, <laughs> which that kind of changed my perception of Childish Gambino because it's very true. Yeah. Um, but so but he some does, of the jokes were really good. Oh, the jokes <laughs> were amazing. Made the beat and murdered it. Casey Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what that one is just like the most vicious. Are, are there Asian girls in here? Minority Report. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh now I just want to basically quote those two songs. What was the uh, bonfire was one, yeah. and then what was the other one that had all the funny lines? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. The music, like you just you could go down the list of bonfire lyrics, and just it'd be all hilarious jokes. Yeah, uh, and then like two like really really corny ass ones. That's what I like about Childish Gambino. That he, I think that he has a following of people who are like, this guy is just unequivocally a genius. Everything he does is perfect. But he's also, he's a comedian, so he's going to have jokes that aren't funny. So I like that about him. He's not going to be a hit every time. Uh, people are way fucking overhyping this guy. Did you see the video of, it showed Larry David, and it was like Larry David started writing on SNL when he was 37. Donald Glover started writing on 30 Rock when he was 19. Chris Rock got his first stand-up special when he was this age. God. Donald Glover got it. And it's like, dude, all those people did it the, the best way, though. Like, Jerry, like uh, Larry David was, like, the best comedy writer. Right. Chris Rock was the best comedian. And all the, so, I don't know. He's super, super overrated, so I'm always kind of guarding against that. But this album, once I got, like, three, four songs into it, and I was able to take it seriously because I just, like I said, I just kind of took it as the comedian now is trying to be a soul singer or whatever. And it sounds forced. But once you realize that it seems genuine, it's a fucking dope ass album. It's funky. Got a lot of soul. The last song is like a Stevie wonder song. Uh, we talked about this on, on Friday, but there's like really nothing that childish Gambino does. That is like really bad. They, there's nothing yeah. that he's bad at. 
Yeah. And like he's been successful in comedy, he's been successful in acting, he's been successful in music. So like I think that's where the over over overhyping comes from. It's just right. like the fact that people recognize that he's he's good at a lot of things and then they like blow that way out of proportion. Have you ever been to a childish Gambino concert? I have not. Uh I bet I, it's a lot of white people. I was going to say it is nothing but white frat bro yeah. douchebags and they're the worst no interest in so i cannot part of that. imagine how those people with just if we have frat pal listeners love you appreciate you but you're the worst great yeah just change a couple things man <laughs> um i i'm trying to wonder how those guys are going to accept this album because they're so fucking loyal to childish gambino it's like all they have it's drinking beers and listening to Childish Gambino, that if they hear this really smart funk record, if they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, sick. <laughs> Funk's the best. Uh, or if they're just going to jump train. Um, speaking of Friday, uh, how drunk did you get on Friday? Because you teased on yeah. the Friday show saying that you were going to get very drunk. I'm sorry. Are you, this is, are you suggesting that I let you down a little bit? I No, I'm just... I'm genuinely curious because I, was, I got very drunk i was very drunk but i think that we were uh we were functioning drunk yeah yeah uh, well it's because we weren't really doing anything we were just sitting at a bar yeah eating nachos till like one in the morning although <laughs> although we got a uh, drink special it was one oh, of those God. uh beer and a shot things Ye- but bad decision i didn't even know this until you guys had done yours and i was like oh fuck i'm doing that uh it was a tall boy and a shot for $10, but the shot was flavored whiskey, and it had to be flavored whiskey, and the options were apple, chocolate, uh, pear, peach, peach, uh, cinnamon, which was basically fireball, blackberry, just a bunch of, like, caramel, like a bunch of weird-ass Weird flavors. things, and what did you, you got? I got apple. You got apple. Yeah. Uh, one of our friends got uh, peach, another one got cinnamon. I went the blackberry route, and gotta say 28 year old guy tossing back some blackberry whiskey i i said afterwards it tasted like whatever bottle the person on your freshman uh dorm floor has and you're just happy that they have they have a bottle of anything and you're like what the fuck is this shit i just (laughs) put in my body yeah it was uh the next morning i felt like garbage and i was like it had to be i think it's cheap ass alcohol right who Who's going into bars and buying that shit? I guess us because it was super cheap. <laughs> right. It's like the only way that you can sell it is if you market it as, you know, here's all these $8 beers. And then if you get if you want to spend another couple bucks, you can get a beer and a shot. Yeah. We ended up just doing what we always do. We have a bad habit when we go to shows, um, if we drink before or after. It's not a bad habit. It's a fun time. We just go to a bar and talk about sports. Yeah, we did talk a lot about sports on Friday night. I'm afraid that people, I don't think that uh, a couple times, like, we've been, like, spotted, you know, and someone comes over and says, hey, I'm afraid that people are going to observe us in public at a bar talking about sports and being like, (laughs) you fucking fraud, I knew it, you're both straight, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, fuck you. Yeah, that's so true. It'd be like, this podcast is a goddamn sham. Right. (laughs) Just fuck, oh man, just play into to that, <laughs> that, that fucking target demo. The, prob- of- the problem is, the prob- here's the problem, is that when you go to a bar 
and you start drinking and you're drunk, there's sports there, on TV, true. and then you start talking about what's on TV. So what needs to happen yeah. is that you, we need to go to a bar where they're like fucking playing Friends on TV. Uh, we've been to a bar like that. Which one? Uh, it was in a little section of Chicago called Boys Town. Ever heard of it? They had <laughs> music right. videos on. They had yeah. like a prayer by Madonna. I talked about Madonna all night. Yeah. So that's what you got to do. So that's what drives the conversation is the bar and their entertainment choices. That's why we should have a brunch bar and we should just like play some gay ass stuff. Dude, merch idea. Open Buy a bar. A bar. <laughs> yes. That's, that is a fucking brilliant idea. What would our bar be? Yeah, it would just be like Wino and a Judd videos, uh, episodes of Friends, some Friday Night Lights, I guess. But and then like every Thursday we can play Love Actually, and then just like scream and get really angry. Yeah, we could kind of pad the walls so you're allowed <laughs> right. to throw your bubble beer wrap night. The- yeah, <laughs> yes, dude. Fuck, we, we've been doing it all wrong. But I think it's smart. We're laying the groundwork with a podcast, uh, saving up our money from the podcast <laughs> so we can uh, open the bar. I, uh, I, I've had this idea for the longest time, but like my, my dream is to open up a, a diner, mm-hmm. but it's like a speakeasy. So there's like a secret door in the <gasps> back that leads to a secret bar. Or... Yes. Or, uh, like, a secret music venue. That would be sick. Uh, Speaking of... We're getting back to this, but uh, speaking of secret music, we were on our way to the Moo Show, and at Brighton Music Hall, which is where I've seen many great artists, none of whom are particularly popular. It's a small little club at Brighton. We're at a red light, and the sign says, um, like, Friday, December 2nd, Weezer. And fucking Weezer showed up to Brighton Music Hall and did a surprise show on Friday. That is just unbelievable. Isn't and that crazy? Brighton Music Hall is not a. Not, I mean, no offense to Brighton Music Hall, but like not a great venue. Oh no, yeah, that and Great Scott are just like the kind of two places in Alston Brighton where you go and see a small little show, and it, right. the, the sound is awful. You got to stand in two spaces or else you're fucked. So that's that was cool of Weezer. I'll give that to them. Yeah, I uh, I had I talked to my buddy and he was like, you, "Did you go to the Weezer show?" And I was like, "No, I went to Moo." And he was very angry about that. And I, I was, was like, thinking we could have conceivably I had no regrets. Oh no, not at all. We were saying because it it was pretty long red light. We were sitting there and we were like, we "Whoa, Weezer's there!" And you were just you'd been drinking and you were like, "I'd rather see Moo than Weezer." <laughs> just like before this enters anybody's head, <laughs> we were like, "Oh no, no, no. yeah, Moo over Weezer any day of the week." Moo could have been playing at the Garden, and I still would have chosen to see right. Moo versus Weezer in a small old place. Um, this bar, though. So it's going to be... What will we have for snacks? There would be like one snack that we serve. So I went to... I don't know if I told this story before, but when I was in Mexico, there was this place called Happy Chicken, and the, and the menu was literally, no joke here... Uh, the menu was chicken, hot dog, beer. That's awesome. Yeah. So I a lot of places think, in the south have bars like that. So I think that we should, uh, if we have a menu, we should make it super simple, right? But uh, like three brunch menu items or something like that, and then that's not bad. And then an extensive booze list. 
Yeah, what if we did, um, all right, a chicken and waffle sandwich. Oh, yes. Oh, so, and, so, and devour, we just heat up a devour. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, we could, we call up uh, our guy, um, James from Roxy's. Maybe he can whip up this yes. menu. We'll make a, uh, because whenever James makes something, it's always like, here, you think this is this, but. I've actually done this, and it just blows blows your mind. So he would introduce the people with, okay, so this is a chicken and waffle sandwich, but the waffle is maple-infused, so it's not sticky. And so you get the syrup experience, that and is... it's not sticky. That was just off the top of the dome. Wow. We nice. could have that sandwich. We could have, yeah, just small stuff. There's a, there's a bar in New or, York. You know, or, or, like, it could be one of those restaurants that every time you go... The menu is different, Ooh. so like they're, they're, we serve like three things, but you know, depending on if you come like every month or something, yeah, it'll be different. That one of the items will be different. That's pretty smart. Um, there's a bar in New York called Blazing Saddles. It is a gay bar, and they just have Fritos. <laughs> that is amazing. Most fun you can ever have. You go to a bar. You and it's. I bet they sell a shitload of Fritos. They sell mad Fritos. <laughs> yeah, just like dudes walk in there, and like there's a, like a lot of girls go to, and it's just Frito City. You <laughs> nice. Toss back some beers, uh, chat with the fellas. That's eat a some smart Fritos. business move because one, you're gonna sell a shitload of Fritos, yeah. and two, Fritos make people thirsty. Yes. Um, the reason I said why don't a Judd videos earlier was because one time I went there and. They were playing the music. Do you know the song "No One Else on Earth"? Uh, no. No one else on earth <laughs> doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. Um, it's just a real bopper. It's a toe tapper, and we walked in and they were playing that song, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is just my scene right now." <laughs> I yes, I'll have some Fritos, and you have beer. Yes, I'll absolutely do this. Uh, so I can't wait to open the bar. It's gonna be great. Yeah, and people say, "Is it a gay bar?" We'll say it's it's, it's our bar. It's in the middle. <laughs> it's right. It's it can be if you want it to be. Biologically, it's it's probably not a gay bar, but it's like ninety percent gay. It's just like we didn't flip the switch. Right. You'll call it a gay bar, and we're not gonna fucking manti tail you and be like, "Whoa, no, please, please, <laughs> far from." Then explain the beer if it's if, <laughs> if it's if it's so gay, then. How come? How come there are so many cool, cool guys in here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that this also, is a, do, we're do, onto something. I just realized: do we oversell how bad straight guys are? Nah, straight guys are pretty bad. I, th- I think that we're pretty close to correct. I think that we maybe <laughs> right. take it a little far in our bashing of straight guys, but I th- like with this the impression thing that I just did. I could totally see a person saying that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I hate. Yeah. So in conclusion, we're not mean enough to straight guys. That would be such a sick bar. We should. uh, I'll talk to James. I'll be like, hey, can we do a uh, can we take over the bar for a night just to see what happens or uh, his restaurant? And he's opening a bar also. They're opening an arcade. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just be like, hey. Let us take a crack at uh, <laughs> give us your business. At running your business just for one day. Um, what the hell could go wrong? It's like a Snapchat takeover, except we're taking over your business and yes. probably going to ruin it. Yes, <laughs> that would be 
I'm going to be distracted for the rest of the day just thinking about these bar possibilities. So this is a very overdue take. But the algorithm of Twitter is so, 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 so bad now. I think it has it changed again. I don't know. I don't pay attention very, very much. With they, the way they shuffle it and they... Yeah, I, like every time I open my Twitter, like after not checking it for a while, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You just have no idea here? what you're looking yeah. at. Last night at 7.45, I opened my Twitter and one of the... I refreshed it. One of the top things, 7.45, was a tweet from Adam Schefter saying, Tavon Austin will not play today really? versus oh the Patriots. Oh, my God. I was like... Uh, Good thing you, you're telling me this. Do you do the uh, the option to like tailor best tweets first or something? I don't know. I, because I see Jeff d- doing that like all the time. Yeah, where he like he screenshots like he has best tweets first mm-hmm. on his uh, on his settings, and he always screenshots like horrible tweets that show up first. In really? His, yeah, in his feed. So <laughs> I, what was wrong with the other thing? Just give it to us in order. Right, I don't, I don't understand. Like, We've that's, chosen that's what why, we think the that's best why tweets people, are by following people. That's why, right? And that's why people hate Facebook is because, like, when you open up Facebook, you see days old shit and like crappy ass memes from friends that you have no intentions on ever talking to. I again. also some, saw something on uh, newsfeed. Is that it on Facebook? The just like, the regular wall thing, not wall. I, we don't navigate Facebook much. Um, no. It's, uh, you know, when you go on Facebook and it just has, like, the list of just random shit that people post? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. So that, I saw something that I wanted to reference later and wanted to show somebody else. And you can't find it again, like, an hour later. Oh, no, yeah. And when you go to that specific person, it says, uh, here are the posts you haven't seen. It's like, what is it? So this is fucking like Snapchat. I get to see that once and then it's Snapchat gone. Snapchat for content. Right. If I scroll past it, then it's that's just fucking over. That was a good ass post. I'm trying to show some people. Yeah. I don't, I just don't get why they did that. And I don't know. This is, this is kind of a take. I'm falling out of love with Twitter, TBH. Uh, I, I need to. I mean, f- I still need it. Yeah. I still need it. I sure. still, uh, I still like it, yeah, and I, I would be sad if it ever went away. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it continually frustrates me more than it should, yeah. or I allow it to frustrate me more than I should. Yeah, I need to. I feel like I need to find a second wind with Twitter. Like if I, I used to tweet everything that I thought was funny, and now like I don't even. I'm not even funny anymore. No, <laughs> uh, now I just like don't think to do that. You know, like Twitter's not. I just don't feel super connected. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I also, I should unfollow people more. I get frustrated and uh, oh, really? I overly like hate follow people, mm-hmm. and I. We got some hate follows. Yeah, I should really just like work on myself. <laughs> and, yeah, but like the thing is, like I know that that the people will see that I unfollowed them, and then right. they'll be like, "What the fuck." And there's they're good people too, right? Yeah, it's, I, I hate follow some good people, I, right? And I just don't like you on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure that like people feel the same way about me, and that's why I don't get mad when people unfollow me. Oh yeah, same. I think that uh, I tweeted this earnestly. <clears throat> I probably sound like a crazy Kanye West type, but I tweeted something that uh, it got so few uh, retweets that I was like. The fuck I think is a wrong lot. No, I was like, I came to the realization. I was like, I think a lot of my followers have muted me. <laughs> That's the only explanation 
for this. this I know, not- I couldn't blame anybody if they muted me. It's like we both do obnoxious shit. I on think Twitter that I'm such a mutable follower. Yeah. I think that you, right. It's like saying, like we were saying before, you're a nice guy. You seem like you you do good work. I'll give you a follow, and then all we do is we make, both we all we blow do is it make, right away. Right, all we do is make bad jokes and share the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I th- so it's up my alley for sure. Like I think that uh, I muted you one time as a joke because we were going back and forth about like block. Oh, someone uh, you said someone had no followers because they were giving you shit. So then I followed that person. Oh, right, like yeah. we were blocking each other and all that stuff. And I muted you for for a minute. And later that night, I had to remember to unmute you because I was like, I don't, I don't want to not see Pete's tweets. <laughs> I these things are f- f- fucking funny. And also, if I'm not watching hockey. It's you're actually a pretty valuable follow. I, I, you oh, get your for hockey, yeah. yeah. Um, but fuck, that was <clears throat> my attempt at paying you a nice little compliment. Uh, fuck, where are we on time? 40 minutes. Okay, uh, we have next Monday is a big, big episode. It's going to be, should we reveal it? Yeah, we're doing the Love Actually episode a week from today. It is, we decide this drunk, we are not going to laugh once that's the goal it's not going to be a funny episode so if you want the funny stuff listen on friday we'll be talking about uh, i think the other people Christmas will party probably movie. i think other people will probably find it funny but we are not you going can to fi- laugh yeah it's it's a no joking matter type of podcast <laughs> we are going to really do our research uh get to the crux of why love actually is bad should we try to do a guest should we try to do we can but if we make fun of them and then they laugh we're gonna have to cut them off. We're just gonna have to <laughs> say sorry. N- we're not that type of podcast. We should today. like hook them up to like a shock thing, and if they if they laugh, we shock them. That's not a bad idea. We we've, we've got there's, there's coasters on this table. Maybe fling them at the cut, cut them in like the shapes of like ninja stars. We could also give a thump. Do you know what a thump is? Is it where you just like hit them? You say that's a thump, and you go you hit them over the head, oh, a little bonk on the head. You guys didn't do those. Uh... I think that I, that's been done to me, and it's the worst. It's a dick it's move. It's the worst. It's a, first of all... Like, that's like head trauma. Right. So you would say that's a thump when someone says something dumb, when someone tries to be funny, and it's not funny. A, even without the thump, that is the meanest fucking thing you could do. <laughs> Imagine if we're just standing around in a circle, and you say something, you, like, you make a little joke. I'm like, that wasn't funny. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like the worst. It's the worst to have a joke fall flat in a group of people, right. like even without anybody saying anything about exactly. it. Exactly. But then someone calls ma- it out and then assaults you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's like that's like the Gordy Howe hat trick of just like just being the worst. Right. Uh, so we could do that. We could have a guest in person, uh, but we're telling them the thumps are coming and they can't thump us back. Unless they're a mutiny forms. It also would be great to have somebody from Love Actually and just tell them about how much like the, the art form that they made helped yeah. make was just a piece of shit. Yeah, just be like, I know it, it can be interpreted in so many different ways. Uh, why but do all you of think them are bad. the one that you did just was solely bad? <laughs> I you, like the idea of having somebody on the podcast who likes Love Actually. We could also, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, we've had some people reach out. But the issue is the conversation doesn't go far because they say, hey, I like Love Actually. I'd love to come on the podcast and talk about it. And you just see that text and you don't want to respond to that person because <laughs> you're like, Ugh, this person loves Love Actually. I don't want to talk to this person. Um, we could also do some – we could maybe bring back the questions for Dave Franco type thing. Uh, and yes. we could uh, have some questions for, for every for, character, for the various which, yeah. characters, for the actors, for the little kid. Uh, check in on how that couple's doing. Young love, 
what are they now? They're like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when did that movie come out? Uh, early two thousands, I think. Yeah, we are. It's been a while. I mean, Hugh Grant was in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we got research to do, but trust, we'll have it done. Two thousand three. Okay. So. Andrew Lincoln. Wow. Stupid. So I just googled Love Actually, and um, it says one of the headlines is, "Yep, the little girl from Love Actually is still winning life." I don't know if she was ever winning she life. She was in the Love Actually. That was <laughs> sick, man. She's recovered to win. Uh, so there was like a lot of like Love Actually updates. Um, the Love Actually drinking game that you need. We should try this. Yes. Um, uh, remember Kira Knightley's character's wedding dress in Love Actually? No. Oh, I forgot about Kira Knightley. So uh, that's the, a little orig- bump up. the original design was very different. That's the shit you talk about with Love Actually? I guess. Like, cool. Doesn't matter what wedding dress she had. She still cheated on her newlywed husband like, with his very best quickly. friend. <laughs> very, very quickly. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, you guys I'm can send. <laughs> you guys can send in your love actually take. Yeah, we. I was. I got to plan like which day I'm gonna sit down for four hours and watch this shit twice and take notes. And I don't want to have to watch this. I'm not excited. But we're gonna. We're gonna do it for you. We're gonna eviscerate it for you, for uh, you, the listeners who did not fucking ask for it. Uh, and then, uh, also for Friday, please leave reviews. We are slacking on Oh, reviews, uh, man. wish us a Merry Christmas. Okay. That's what, that's what we're doing. Nice. So, uh, just leave a review, say Merry Christmas, and if you want to put a little spin on it, you could say something like, Merry Christmas, DJ and Pete, or like, uh, hey, Pete and DJ, have a Merry Christmas. So I'm just spitballing, you know? <laughs> just, like, uh, hey, boys... The like, weather, have a holly jolly Christmas, <laughs> you know? It's like four basic sentences with Christmas in them. Yeah, you know what? Just just bop a little, give us a little Christmas thump, you know? Just bop a little thump. What was that? I don't know. Thump. Thump. See, that's what I say when I thump somebody. Like it's like you add <laughs> that a, was stupid. You, you, you add a little a nice little extra element where you're like mocking them with the word thump. <laughs> you know which? Uh, you know a video I watched again last night. What the video of Father John Misty sitting there with a bottle of whiskey? Did you ever see that video? I didn't. I, I yeah, I did. I watched like two minutes of it, like, or like thirty seconds, and I couldn't get through it. <laughs> it is so. It's just him getting progressively drunker, isn't it? It's him sitting there for five minutes with a bottle of whiskey and uh, a bowl of ice and a rocks glass, and it's supposed to. The name of the video is like Father John Misty says S E Z, like drink Japanese whiskey, you Western, like whatever, and it's. Mocking him doing a commercial. And actually, I think the bottle of whiskey says, like, Santori whiskey, which is the whiskey from uh, Lost in Translation. Okay. And he's just sitting there with the ice, the whiskey, and the bottle, and the uh, rocks glass. And he's just kind of muttering to himself. He's scatting. He's like... (laughs) And guzzling the whiskey, breaking the glass... God, He's, have you ever seen? Uh, have you ever seen the the YouTube video of uh, Jeff the Brotherhood uh, when they do like a full day drunk interview? No. Oh my God, that's like one of the top five videos on the internet. Um, <laughs> they're with it's Jeff the Brotherhood and somebody else. 
It's oh, it's Jeff the Brotherhood and Dan Auerbach of oh, the Black Keys. Yeah. And so they drink the entire interview and it's like a full day sit down. Uh and like you just need to go watch it because like they lose clothing. Uh that was that's one of our so we have a video plan that involves uh us shooting for a very long time, and we're going to have beers on the table, and we're yes. going to take them off as we drink them. And by beers, I mean red wine. <laughs> um, and just as the video goes on, you'll see how much wine the boys have had. Uh, yeah, so that that's a must-watch video for anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, Jeff the Brotherhood, Dan Auerbach, full-day interview. Wasted. It's hilarious. Uh, another good interview is... Matt Healy from the 1975 is being interviewed at a festival and the guy who's interviewing him is just like a strong dude, like great jaw, really just like classically handsome man. And like us, like, yeah, like us. And like the first question he asks Matt Healy is like, I'm sorry, I'm just sorry. I'm distracted. You're, you're really handsome. Do you know that? And he's like, yeah, you know, and he keeps kind of, putting these little comments about this guy's looks in every answer. And eventually the guy's like, yeah, you know, like my wife tells me all the time. Just to be like, yeah, I'm <laughs> be like, taken. No, man. Thanks, man. And like, at the end of the interview, I, I don't think it's staged, Matt. He's like, can I just kiss your face? And he, <laughs> then, like they kind of make out. It's the best video in the world. I'm going to watch that like right now. It's how most of our interviews go. Pretty much. That's why we have to do our interviews via Skype because... <laughs> and then we just pull our dicks out. Yes, yeah. It's like you you, you may not I can't kiss you, but here's my dick. Yes. 